0: Welcome to Conscious AF. This is a podcast all about how to help you discover and live into your most conscious and empowered self. I'm your host, Joanna Dryling. Every episode, I will be inviting you to evolve into something greater than yourself because through your evolution, you can expand the collective and the collective needs your healing now. said hey hey mom said the way you move gonna make you sweat gonna make you groove yes I am beginning this off with a quote from Led Zeppelin because that's how excited I am <laughs> to be here behind the mic talking to you I am so geeked to hear from you so geeked to be here sharing in this space, in this space that I have, ev- like, whoa. I forget how often and how much and how amazing this space is for me. Um, so thank you, for one, for holding it for me, for holding it with me. Um, today's episode, today's transmission, today's conversation, today's conscious conversation is just, damn, just whatever my heart really, truly wants to speak, as well as a mild life update and like, what the fuck has been happening in the land of Joanna? In the year that is 2020. And man, y'all, has it been a fucking year. Let's just go up and say amen that we are alive, that we are listening to a podcast right now. And that we have the awareness that we have. Thank you. Amen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And wow, it has been a journey of a lifetime in what feels like just a half of a year and to and especially since I last came on the mic I just there has been a lot of expansion in my world there's always a lot of expansion in my world that's just what I've invited into my life that's what I'm available for that's what I want did I know how much I was gonna get it no I did not no, I did not. She wishes she could tap out right now, but she knows she's just starting. So I just want to say that I have spent the majority of my... <laughs> I'm so weird. Okay. I have spent the majority of this time in quarantine so stuck in fear that I wasn't moving forward in really any respect. And so today, what really inspired me to hop on the mic was this experience with one of my closest friends. Uh, She was, she's also a coach, so I often put on the coach hat with her. And we were having this conversation yesterday, going back and forth about whether or not she wanted to um, commit and continue to go to this thing that she had committed to. But the thing that she had committed to had so many hidden costs and all these things and lots of variables that weren't jiving with her so I held the space for her yesterday and we talked it through and repeatedly over and over and over again she said she didn't want to go and then I get a message from her later saying she had decided to go and I was upset it wasn't even like and I definitely journaled about this shit trying to work through it you know the usual Joe shit and I totally like Yes, I acknowledge that, like, part of it and not that much of it is me being upset about the fact that she didn't like operate the way that we talked through, in the sense of like she didn't take to the coaching, right? To the space that I had held for her, essentially. But it's like, it's not that I'm upset that she didn't, I'm not actually her coach, and but she is one of my friends. So it's like, it's, It's this funny thing that I'm frustrated with her about how she's not holding her own boundaries when I must, I cannot actually say that and I cannot actually say that without acknowledging how much that statement is a mirror back to myself. 1,020 fucking million percent (laughs) because it's a mirror. It's a mirror and everything in our life is a mirror. Every moment is a mirror. Every person is a mirror. Every, ex- everything. Everything, everything, everything is a mirror. And damn it, if that is the one thing that I have learned over this year is just, yeah, like, bleh, You know, my body is just all like sorts of in so many sorts because I just can't even express to you how much I believe that that is true. And so what I realized and came to in this realization of the fact that like this was really a mirror for me, it in my journaling session earlier, as in like just before I hopped on this mic. Um, it awoke me and really, I knew it was a mirror earlier today when I was getting angry about it or like I was getting frustrated because she was frustrated at how frustrated she was and now then I got frustrated that she wasn't showing up for herself in the way that she said she was going to when like, what the fuck, Joanna? This is like the story of your damn life. Sorry about it. But like, that's the realization that I came to in my journaling is how much I have, I do that all the time. And I do that all the time, particularly with the things that I, in the, the indulgences, as you will, the uh, things that take me out of my body, that move me out of my body, that, that alter my mind, and that serve as a distraction from my business, that keep me away from moving towards my purpose. That like, like with strength and like gumption and uh, momentum, momentum, I guess is the word I'm looking for, for the movement and for what it is, I mean, movement for what it is that I want to create in my life for the world, what I want to create for the world in my life. Um, Yes, we will say it twice because it works both times. (laughs) And... They mean two different things. And um, and yeah, so how much I have also done the exact same thing that I'm getting frustrated by her doing. Um, and maybe through the course of our friendship, I've watched her do it over and over and over again. And, you know, it's like, hello, hello, McFly. Is anybody home? Like, (laughs) really? Uh, Why do we not... So, if you do... Awareness. So that was a very powerful awareness. And because... (laughs) That's all very cryptic and vague, I suppose. But um, to get more explicit here... So like three main areas serve as my primary distraction and serve as my primary indulgence tools to alter the mind. And there is alcohol, which is a conversation that we have had over and over again that I have had that I feel like I've had. Maybe I've only had it really once, but um, I feel like there were multiple episodes. Anywho, what the hecker? alcohol and it's not just the drinking of the alcohol it is it is what come my my pull to just drink pretty unconsciously to not be mindful and sip what it is that i'm drinking with wisdom as the belgians say the belgians have a saying that a beer brewed with skill should be sipped with wisdom and I love alcohol for the craft. This is why I will not move it from my being. Like I enjoy, I do enjoy the indulgence of it. And I enjoy the indulgence of it just a little bit too much for my liking as of late. And I feel like that's also my way. Yes, distraction for sure. But it's also my way of uh, clouding my spirit to what is actually happening in this collective there is so much fear in the collective and there's so much fear in my being that has been surfacing that I've been realizing was just sitting there so dormant and that I have just, that's just how I've shown up. And one of the ways that that shows up for me is by just drinking a lot and drinking, drinking unconsciously, drinking, like getting to a point of feeling good and also it depends on the environment, the energy of the space, but like things feel so good that I just get drunk and there's a point at which it's like you're just too drunk and I struggle to watch myself and as a coach I struggle with the fact that I struggle to watch myself and so I use it as this powerful awareness tool and this space for me to more deeply understand my shadow self because I know that that's what it is. I know that the manifestation of me getting too drunk too many times for my liking in the last three months is in the last year, in the last like, life, is not a pattern. None of these are patterns. All of the things I'm about to share with you are patterns that will not move me towards what it is I want to create in the world in my life and what, in what I want to create in my life for the world. They're roadblocks. And there's these moments and these things that we do just to do it, just because we can, just because the human is scared of the true intention and the reality and the purpose behind the purpose, which is scary as fucking fuck, mind you. Scary as fucking fuck. And so there's alcohol. So I've uncovered that, moving through that in that space. And I'm watching myself more and more. Um, on the 4th of July, I did go a little bit more than I had intended to go. And It happened a couple weeks before that, and there's always a lot for me to move through after I do that because there are times when I can get drunk and do it consciously and not overdrink and do it consciously that I don't feel bad about drinking. There are other times where I can do it, and I do it unconsciously, and then I feel bad about it. And it's feeling bad about it. It's the shame and the guilt and the overthinking of all of the things that were said and that were done, which still happens even when I don't get that drunk, um, that makes the energy of what you did worse, right? So it's like if you're, let's say you're eating junk food and you're eating it. Let's say, okay, the gym is a perfect example. I love this example. But the gym, for instance, you're going it, you go there because you hate your body, right? You, okay. We're going to on two different dualities here. So on the one hand, there are people, and this is how I started going to the gym. So this is said from experience, is like I started going to the gym because I hated my body and I wanted it to look different than what it looked like. I wanted it to, it wasn't about the health, it was from a negatively grounded place, right? So I didn't see any fucking results. No wonder, because the energetics behind and the intention behind the action was not combined. So then on the flip side, you, on the other hand, you've got the person who's going because they love their body, because they want to be healthy, because they, it makes them feel good, because it expands them, because of grounded from a place in love, grounded from a place in positivity, and the other grounded in a place in fear. So think about The results that that person of loving their body is going to get because the intention is from the more positive charge. And y'all know I don't like talking too rigidly in duality, but the reality is that we do live in a world of duality and it will never not exist because that is just the course of the human life is to exist in contrast. And contrast exists because of difference in the side of spectrums. So there is and never not will be never not will be yes and never not will be duality in this existence of the human plane so this is all very powerful awareness right so this is stuff i'm moving through this is stuff i have been moving through and realizing that like my alcohol my relationship with alcohol is an ever-changing thing, but the consciousness, the amount of consciousness that it takes to consciously move that relationship and move it positively, it is easier to just go sober. It's not actually easier. I mean, in some ways it is, in some ways it's not. But I love the craft, and maybe I'm coming up with excuses, whatever, but I love it. And I don't, I want to be able to, I mean, I'm not actually saying going sober would be very hard for me, I'm not going to lie. It would be one of the hardest things that I would ever do. And maybe that's my sign to do it. But I have taken breaks from alcohol and I like it. You know, like I, it is a thing that I enjoy indulging in. And it's just one of those things that like, I know I can get to a conscious relationship with it. And that's, it takes a lot for a substance that makes you go unconscious. It takes a lot of conscious effort to make that action work more conscious, right? So, on the flip side, there's this other indulgence of mine called sweet mama cannabis, which has come in a form to me that is distillate and very easy to consume. Not actually honoring the true medicine of the plant of cannabis and it that, sure. But one of the ways that Made it a bit easier for me to live with my mother. Helene, if you hear this, I love you. And I'm sorry, but this is a reality. Um, that <laughs> um, that I, it is one of the things that I use to help me cope, as well as alcohol, actually. Totally, 110%. That's where my, like, drinking problems, quote unquote, resurfaced again. And so now I'm like consciously unworking them. So anywho, my, especially when a cartridge is around, I'm pretty compulsive about smoking. This is something I've never, um, or at least I've grown to be pretty compulsive about smoking it. And it's because I've built this habit over what is over a year now, almost a year and a half ladies and gentlemen, almost, more or less, that, excuse me, that I've been consuming that every day. and Not every day. It has not been every day, everybody. Um, But Mm -hmm. it was a lot of the time. And it continues to be something that distracts me from my business. And I continue to use it because it as well, actually, it even more so, it even profoundly is a beautiful medicine. I mean, it comes from the freaking earth. Tell me that cannabis is not a beautiful plant, please. Okay, thank you. Um, (laughs) And like, seriously, gorgeous plant and beautiful medicine. And that's one of the reasons that I use it is because It actually is a consciousness-expanding substance. And notice I am not using the word drug because the next thing I'm talking about is also a drug that doesn't come in the form of a pill or something that you can put into a bowl and smoke or something you can buy at the corner grocery. So, here we go. Um... The substance is a consciousness-expanding drug, which is why it is illegal. Um, it was made illegal because, oh man, of so many surfaces, so many fucking surfaces, it, are things that I'm noticing surfacing, but primarily from the sense that it would help people expand. Why do you think that alcohol is marketed the way that it is to our society? It's because it is a poison, and the more of us who drink it, the, stupider we the more stupid we become, the... The, um, more clouded, the more, I mean, over time, over a long period of time, consistent alcohol consumption is just period, like, not good for the body because it is a poison. It's intoxication. It's called intoxication, guys. Like, anyway, I'm not going to get down that rabbit hole, but there is an episode from June of last year, um talking about that or maybe July I don't know when it ended up I know it came out in June um huh, what powerful awareness is alcohol brings so cannabis though is going back moving back is a substance that does expand and so it helps me connect with my body it helps me be more mindful of my breathing there are a lot of reasons that I rationalize consistent usage of cannabis And there's a lot of reasons I'm in that same vein. There are a lot of reasons that I rationalize consistent usage of alcohol if I'm talking about it being a poison. But, you know, I love it just the same and love them both. But the reality is, is that there is a moment of, uh, (sighs) there's a lot of truth coming out in this freaking episode. So, um, hey, yeah, it's coming out. Um and what the other thing I realized with cannabis is that it is my most profound distraction tool because I just will get high there's no there's just the habit so habits are will a cue the action and the reward, and the reward right so it's like my cue had been to just wake up and so there is this excuse me that was a loud snap compulsivity to it that like if 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 I really have the cartridge it gets to be a little excessive and I will acknowledge that and I don't I'm honestly like whoa this is a lot of um a lot of truth happening in this space here and I kind of love myself for it because once again shadow self coming out I just see it and and there's also like This reality that this space in particular, much like I feel the same way in alcohol, is a place that I struggle to lead myself. A place where, like I mentioned in this journal entry, is one of those things that I continuously say no to for a greater yes after I've partaken of the substance and then wake up the next morning and do the same thing. And the only way that we can really create change is by creating fucking change. By actually changing, by actually saying no. So for me, this is what I'm practicing with all of these beautiful drugs, quote unquote, that I'm coming at you with today. And this is not at all a life update, like I would, like I thought it would be. But there's some truth coming out, and it needed to be spoken. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I love you guys. By the way, just saying. Um yeah, so with cannabis, this is what I'm uncovering, and this is I've now run out of the cartridge, so it's easier for me to not, but then the pull towards actually smoking cannabis is stronger and it's a whole thing. And your girl is working through it because there's more awareness. And with more awareness, we gain more sovereignty. With more awareness. We can pull everything that has been leaked out of ourselves back. We can let all of the substances, all of the people, all of the experiences that have overtaken our mind, that we have given our power to, our sovereignty to, our most conscious existence to, and say no more. I have decided that you no longer have that power in my life. I am not available for that. Okay? Speak it out. Speak it true. Your energy. You know? I mean, seriously. Speak it. Feel it in your body and let it freaking sit. Like, I felt that shit. And I know if you got to this uh, this far in the episode that there is something that resonates with the reality of perpetually finding yourself in your own way, knowing consciously that you're doing these things and yet not being able to consciously move the action. And for whatever reason that that may be, and at the core of whatever reason that may be, it's low self-leadership, it's low self-respect, and it's low self-love, some of it. And we could say to go deeper that that is low soul respect. That is low soul love. That is low soul leadership. You're essentially letting the human run the show and not letting the soul be the conscious driver of your car. Letting spirit, letting your consciousness your universal consciousness be the driver of your freaking car. Your soul be the driver of the freaking car. Anywho, running in my little circles up in here. And yes, so we get to the last one. And I'll keep this one brief, because well, as brief as I can, without also giving too much detail. Um, hello, we couldn't bring up all of the indulgences without bringing up sex. So... <laughs> Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things, all the bad things we can be. Let's talk about sex. Okay. I'm going to keep this brief up in here. Okay. Yeah, so sex. So there's a man who's been in the midst. He's been in the midst for quite some time. He has flowed in and out of my life since I moved to Michigan. And I adore him. I absolutely adore him. If he was open to a relationship, I would be open to a relationship. But he's not. And so Chigirl a couple years a couple weeks ago. I mean, it's been back and forth in quarantine. Who the hell knows? But <sighs> I decided a couple weeks ago that I would not hold the space for him if he wasn't gonna hold the space for me that's all good and dandy. And just as the universe would do it, I, he, uh, might need to be a part two or something. Um, (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So as the universe would have it, just as Homegirl says that I am no longer holding space for this man. And like, it's not that I'm no longer holding space for him. It's that like, if he's not willing to hold the space for me, for us, I can't do the same thing. It's not in my energetic savvy to do so. Of course not. But, unfortunately, over the course of our four-year relationship, that is what I have done in the past. And I've let it kind of bite me in the ass at times um, when it didn't actually manifest into partnership. And that is probably why I haven't really talked about it is because, like... Um, It was kind of, um, I don't know. I love this man because he, and I'm not saying I'm in love with him. I love this man because he's such a powerful awareness tool. He is such a teacher for me in my life. And I freaking love him for it. Um, It sucks sometimes, but I absolutely love him for it. And I, oh. She girl's 444 alarm just went off, so let's do a little like money dance. No, I'm kidding. Except for that is that is it? Um, yes, I have a 444 alarm set off. Um, anywho, <sighs> okay, so this man, I feel like this is gonna have to be broken up because she girl's getting a little deep in here, okay? So In the past, I haven't spoken about it. I haven't shared that much about it because it was really hard for me. Because I was, my hopes were so up for this man, for us to be in partnership. Because, like, I have this tendency, and this is where the drug aspect comes in with him. And it's not even with him, it's with any man that I let into my space. If I'm being really real, any man that I entertain dating, I have a huge, huge shadow pattern where my mind just rolls. And it's not actually shadow pattern. It's actually a part of my gifts. But we have these things in these moments and these spaces where our gifts often take away and cloud from, or no, excuse me. It's like where our gifts can actually be detrimental to, um, to us if we're not careful. And so, like, one of my gifts is just seeing into the future and, like, vision, right? Forward visions. This is why I became a coach. This is why I love what I do. This is why and what I get to take people to is their own vision and connecting them with theirs because I am so deeply connected with mine. So I have this tendency in partnership and potential partnership, a.k.a. dating, to mm, just a little bit too much fantasize about potential partnership. And the potential of what we could create. I am such a dreamer in general, but Shigur's uh Venus is in Pisces, and so she's just like hardcore dreamer in hardcore dreamer in love. And it bites me in the butt sometimes because since I am such a dreamer and such a visionary person, I can see it, I can touch it. And what's weird and crazy about this guy and this man is that like he he and I are weirdly connected. Like I know when he's going to text me now. Like I can tell when he is. And like there's just weird little things of like our energetic channel being like really really strong. And so anytime he creeps back into my space and I entertain the idea of potential partnership with him, I get caught on the vision and the potential and it's not that the present isn't awesome and trust me the present just keeps getting better with him but it's the reality that I get way too attached I take this vision and it becomes like a drug and a fuel and I attach to it and it's not just with him it is literally like happened with the same dude in February that I got super attached to. It happens with people that I just have sex with that I don't even intend to have a future with. And I mean, if there's potential for partnership, then it, and I have sex with him, then it probably is going to come up. If I don't, I mean, that's been a really long time since I've had sex with somebody where there's not potential partnership. But even still, there is futures because a man has been inside me. There are futures that would not have existed had they not been put inside. Does that make sense? Anyway, Uh, TMI. And so I know this about myself. I see this. I'm consciously aware that I have this pattern, much like the alcohol, much like the cannabis. And still, it takes every fiber in my being, like today, to not get totally wrapped up in my head about this man and to fantasize about the future, to like just totally once again indulge and distract from my purpose and mission, which is, in essence, everything that I'm talking about and have talked about on this podcast episode, which is how do you relate to the things in your life? How do you relate? What is the consistent relation that you have to things in your life? And are they conscious connections? Do you have a conscious connection with cannabis? Do you have a conscious connection with alcohol? Do you have a conscious connection? Like it's all, and it's all you. And what your experience is with that thing, what you relate to and how, how you relate. Is it conscious? Is it unconscious? And I'm sharing all of it because these things that we find are unconscious is how we invite the consciousness through. So I love all these things. They're ridiculous and they're painful all the time. But it's like the pain the pain can lead to pleasure. And this unconscious patterning that comes out, because it is unconscious, it can be made conscious. And this is why shadow work is so powerful. This is why working and looking at your wounds is fucking lady-titty. Because it's the only way that you can truly actually progress forward. Especially in this day and age. Moving into greater connection with our internal spirit. And some people are experiencing it. Some people are not. But the reality... Well, taking it out, The truth... Is that we do. Is that everything. Is a mirror. I've said it a million times in this episode. And I'm just going to like. Say it again. Say it again for the people in the back. And. Excuse me. That is a lot moving through right now. That everything. Every single thing. That you have an unconscious relationship to. that you have an unconscious attachment to, that you have an unconscious pattern. Like whatever the unconscious is, say yes to it. Whatever it is, it's meant to expand you. And it's meant to be a consciousness expander tool. An expander to expansion tool is how I'm calling them. And it's like we wouldn't be able to become more conscious if we didn't actually acknowledge everything that was unconscious. And I feel like for me, going in the life update route, that that's just been a lot of my existence, is all of this purging, if you will, of all of these unconscious patterns bubbling up to the surface. All of these things and these patterns that over the long term I know are not going to move me forward to what it is that I want to create in this world for this world. And my practice in this moment and in this space and in this now is to commit to leading myself better. Because as much as I've taken risks and done the things and whatnot, I I am leading people. I am, I'm, I mean, well, I'm leading people to their own damn leadership in self. So if I can do that, if that's my intention with my life, if that's part of what I want to create in this world, let's find your own damn leadership, girl. It's time. And I say that to everybody. No matter where you are in your personal growth journey, in your leadership with yourself, in your leadership with your soul, or letting your soul be the leader, and letting love be your leader, that you... That you are called forward to commit to your greater leadership. Even greater leadership. And so often. And we forget how much our greater leadership requires us to say no. I'm learning this so hard. Particularly today. Um, And the power of boundaries. And the power of saying no. Truly. Like I've heard it. I've said it. And you're saying no to a greater yes. But like. To actually experience it and let it be embodied in my day today has been pro fucking found. I wouldn't have probably come on and recorded this episode if I hadn't said no for a greater yes. And that is the power of self leadership, of soul leadership. And this is the leadership that the world needs now. And I'm going to stop with that. I will come on soon. I am coming on soon to speak about so many things with you. To expand on this conversation, to expand further on my own life updates, to expand further on what it is over the past two months since I've shared on the mic what it is that I've uncovered and what I am continuing to uncover about myself and about what it is that I want to create for this world, in this world, for this world. And yeah, I thank you for being here today, for being in this conversation with me and thank you for listening. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, that was a lot of truth. That was a lot of truth that I needed to hear. So for you to hold the space for me like that, I so devoutly appreciate that. I hope you have a beautiful and blessed conscious day. I love you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Conscious AF. If this message resonated with you, I invite you to share it with those you love who could benefit so that we can grow this movement. And to grow this movement even further, I invite you to rate and review the podcast so we can continue to expand this message. If you are interested in becoming your most conscious and empowered self and learning more about relationship coaching with me, I invite you to go to joannadryling.com. Thank you for being a part of this conscious collective. Thank you for doing the work to expand yourself and become more conscious to help the collective heal. Sending you so much love today and every day. See you soon.